0: Hi, my name is Sydney, and I am so excited to talk about Maya's favorite show,
1: Supernatural Today. Hi, my name is Maya. Unfortunately, I can never escape this hell.
2: (laughs) And hi, I'm Jordan. I'm from On the Road with Supernatural. I am actually the Supernatural newbie of the podcast, so I am very excited to finally be able to discuss the show with you, and I'm very excited to meet you both, so thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank
0: you.
3: And I am Jasper. I'm one of the other co-hosts of On the Road with Supernatural. I am the supernatural expert, um, <laughs> in contrast to Jordan's newbieism. And I'm really excited to hang out with you guys again.
0: Yay! Yay! Supernatural. Dean and Sam Winchester, Castiel. When I say these words, some people get excited. Some people grown as my mm-hmm. own, and some people have absolutely no idea what I would be talking about, the few and special people, but our guests today have heard these words and decided to make an entire podcast about it, and however you feel about Supernatural, you've got to admit that these guys make the retelling of a truly messy story exciting and fun. We are so excited to grip them tight and raise them from perdition. Welcome Jasper and Jordan from On the Road with Supernatural! <laughs> hello, hello! Hello! <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so glad that you guys are back. We did our one interview and it's been like a while. It's been, it's been yes, it has, I think like a month. Oh my gosh, Something it's like been, that. it felt like a year. It felt <laughs> a lot
2: longer
0: than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had so much since... fun
2: listening to it, so I'm Aww. glad to now be here with you all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially since it's Supernatural, and I know we love talking about Supernatural, and you guys made a whole fucking podcast about it. So of course, you guys love talking about Supernatural.
2: I
3: I, I spend all of my free time talking about Supernatural, okay. uh, and I count that against my free time, which I spend <laughs> making a podcast f- about
1: Supernatural. So
0: <laughs> yeah, whether Maya likes it or not, I make her talk about Supernatural.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I met all three of the main cast members and i thought well, i was just like gonna be over and like yep. done with it for the rest of my life and it keeps coming back yeah. in the form of stickers on the backs of people's cars and sydney's torture
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm, sounds so, about right.
0: unfortunately that's what my friendship brings is just awful trauma
1: 24 7 yeah
0: that sounds away. <laughs> oh, <right>. just- <laughs> Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your podcast in the most simplest or convoluted terms that you guys want. You know there I gave a brief description. you guys talk about supernatural, but if you guys would like to give us a clearer explanation on what you do on your show. yeah.
3: so it's like a rewatch podcast kind of, except that Jordan has never seen it before. Mm-hmm. So it's like a first watch and a rewatch. like there's multiple perspectives going on.
2: Yeah, and not always, but a lot of the times we do go beat by beat. So if there's ever a scene that you're really curious about, I mm-hmm. guarantee we've talked about it. Oh, so go sure. back to the episode, yeah, and give it a listen. You I think you'll have a good time.
3: Yeah. We're really <laughs> invested in like the aesthetics of the show mm-hmm. and like the uh, set design choices and like like all of the little things mm-hmm. that get kind of like taken for granted when a show is 15 fucking seasons long yeah <laughs> yeah so that's
0: something we talk about a lot and we also talk about fan fiction
3: which Yay! everyone here loves
0: <laughs> yeah and you guys are you're like not like super far into the show at all right no god we just started season four. Yeah. Oh
3: my gosh
1: so you're still in the good the good
3: bits <laughs> well that's like, you know, a lot of people have different opinions, okay? <laughs> I mean, according, uh, in Maya's uh, opinion. The,
1: the first five scenes are <laughs> Yeah.
2: You know, as someone experiencing it for the first time, I would actually call it the roller coaster bits.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Have
0: you guys, I can't remember, is end of season four when castiel comes in have you guys met castiel yet yeah
3: he was the first
2: episode of season four actually
0: okay 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 yeah be
3: careful because like jordan has only seen up to like episode like six or so in season four so
0: you know to be completely candid with you guys i gave up on the show at some point so and i don't (laughs) remember what season that was
2: well, I will go ahead and let everyone know. Um, it is my first time watching it, but just like being a human who's perpetually on the internet, mm-hmm. most a lot of big spoilers already know. I mm-hmm. literally already know how the show ends. So. I mean,
0: there's no way you can't. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. Like pop culture history at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah I but, wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> yeah, but there's definitely. I don't want to say like it's probably a spoiler for you. Because I stopped watching after a a character passed because I was like, I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's ruined Mm -hmm. this for me. And um, I just kind of, I gave up on it. And I cannot remember exactly what season that was. But I for sure never, I didn't finish the show in its entirety. I came back at the last like two two episodes because I heard about what happened to Castile, and I was like, well, I have to know now.
3: Right. Yeah. No, isn't that just how it is? I was Hmm. like... (sighs) I hadn't, like, really touched it in, like, a minute, and then the show was ending, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like, Daciel was trending above, nope. like, our fucking presidential election. Nope. Actually, I don't know if you guys swear. Do you swear on here? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, scares. Yeah, okay, okay. I can't and stop myself. Sudden,
0: Listen, I was in a bridal shower yesterday, surrounded by lots of children, and... I just, you know, my friend who would not tell me to not stop swear, but she was just like, "I bet you these kids have never heard the word fuck more time in their lives," and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I kind of forgot children were here." So that's where I'm at in life. Yeah. Um, so absolutely, yeah, yeah, no, um, but yeah, no. And then it's you know,
3: Desdale is trending over Vladimir Putin and our mm-hmm. own fucking presidential election, and so I'm like, "Well, guess I'm gonna watch the finale or whatever." Actually, fun story about that. Uh so there's 20 episodes in season 15. Okay. I watched the 19th episode, the penultimate one. Oh, and yeah. I thought that was I thought that was the finale. Oh. And I was like, one, that's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But two, uh-huh. weird choice to have like a weird, like a mo- eclipse montage of the yeah. entire show. And then my friend was like, No, there's a whole another episode and it's even worse. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, no. and, and she was right and she yep. it was worse <laughs> i do i'm gonna bring that back to the forefront in another question so we'll get back to the fucking finale because i swear to god jeez. Um, oh, but yeah i i want to know about your guys's history with supernatural in in both terms with newbies and veterans you know what was your relationship with supernatural before the podcast and how did you guys start making the podcast
2: Okay, um, so I'll actually start with my uh, history Mm -hmm. of Supernatural. It's actually kind of interesting. So how I got into Supernatural, I'll keep this part short just because we'll be talking about the finale later. But I actually watched a YouTube breakdown of the finale and like kind of how over the top it was and kind of a little kind of crazy to end Mm -hmm. this like a 15 year show like that. And I was like, that is so freaking interesting. Like Uh I kind of have to see this journey I want to say it was maybe by like Sarah Z. I love Sarah like Z's that. videos.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: They're so good. Um, And that kind of what hooked me in. I have tried to watch it before. So mm-hmm. that style of show is something I really enjoy. Like my favorite show of all time is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes.
3: Good show. Love Buffy.
2: So I do really like The Monster of the Week. I really like Monster of the Week shows especially if they're really heavy on like character arcs. Mm-hmm. And I did watch Supernatural like the first couple of seasons, probably back when I was in college, so like 2010. It was mm-hmm. when Netflix was a DVD service. Oh my That's god. How long oh ago god. I
3: watched it. Yeah.
2: And I want to say I watched the first two seasons and like they didn't have the DVDs for like the rest, the next mm-hmm. season. And so I literally just was like, "Well, what am I going to do? I don't have a way to watch this," and just never went back.
0: Wow,
2: yep, until now,
0: yeah, did you did, did you know anything in its entirety about super hulock? I'm just trying to gauge your your knowledge
2: so a little bit, okay. I know like um that Tumblr had like it was like supernatural Doctor Who Sherlock yes. were like the biggest fandoms of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Tumblr like a little bit as a social media and I had friends. So I've had a lot of friends who were in fandoms. I was definitely a little bit more into fandom stuff when I was in high school. And at that time, like adult swim anime is kind of what mm-hmm. ruled the fandom sphere. Hell yeah! Um, so in Absolutely. college, I got it a little bit, but I- I'll at least be able to keep up with what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I okay, okay. probably won't know it as in depth. Honestly,
0: it's. Probably better for your mental health that you didn't know a ton (laughs) about Super Hulag. Because it was just a truly wicked and wild time of of Tumblr and of the internet. It's personally how I got into Supernatural um, because I just wanted to be a part of it. It's all my life has entailed is wanting to be a part of things. And um, I'm worse because of it. So good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have that problem with marvel
3: now it's like i don't particularly like it but Mm -hmm. i just want to know what everyone's talking about so i keep watching them even though i'm like this is killing my brain Mm
0: -hmm. well at this point too there's so many things they have the shows now Mm -hmm. and they have the movies on top of that there's just so many things it's a lot to keep track of yeah and then there's we've talked like like with marvel specifically we both were really into marvel And at this point, it's one of those things where, like, we're kind of waiting for them to fuck up a little bit to, like, stop watching.
1: They have. They have. I I get that. Yeah,
0: Maya's kind of gotten to that point now. Right, yeah. I
3: go see all of
1: the movies, and I recently watched the shows. I don't really Mm -hmm. want to keep up with the Marvel shows, Mm -hmm. but I went and saw Doctor Strange, the new one, and Mm -hmm. it, like, killed it for me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm over it.
3: Wow. That's so funny, because, like, I've heard the opposite, too. Mm -hmm. That, like, oh, man, I was, like, so uninvested lately, and then I really loved Multiverse of Madness. That's wild. I'm going to see it anyway, because, like I said, I must know. I must know.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing is, like, I am an individual who is really into, like, mediocre things. Like, even, even, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I -hmm. thought it was really good, and then I'll, like, talk to a friend about it later, and they didn't like it for XYZ reason. Maya, on the other hand is like a film major and looks at film really? very differently than I do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she would have like different complaints about it than I would just if I I haven't seen it yet because uh, I just haven't gotten the time to. But to, I'll probably come out and be like, yeah, that was pretty good, just because my brain doesn't do the same kind of technical overview that hers does. Mm-hmm.
2: Sounds a lot like Jasper and I actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, although I, I'm coming at it with a more
3: like uh, lit analysis angle. Mm-hmm. Although I have done some i i have done some film studies stuff some film theory yeah
0: things <laughs> no yeah. my, me, my take, oh sorry go ahead
2: oh you're good i was saying me uh coming back from a movie i'm like movie make brain chemicals feel good
0: okay that's literally <laughs> what i was gonna say i come out of it and i was just like if i feel good if i feel happy afterwards i'm it's a good movie i, I honestly so i love that
1: yeah Amaya is pretty critical I'm overly critical of like everything yeah. well I'm a, I'm a double major and I'm majoring in film and music but film mm-hmm. specifically oh. with a focus in audio and post-production so, oh gotcha <laughs> it's like super hypercritical yeah. like every little thing I actually yeah, grew no, up totally. like reading Marvel comics and like yeah it's, it's just so cool to like see it all happening and now that they've essentially fucked up two of my favorite characters of all time mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. Over it. fair yeah
0: yeah and ye- maya's like that way with even like fan fiction like she will read right. a chapter and then be like if it's not good enough i'm dropping it i don't have time for this
3: yeah yeah no, that's how i
0: am it too. It. yeah well I'll, I'll give it a little bit you know maybe it took the author a little bit to get to the story
3: no even
1: with animes it's just like <laughs> if the if the first two episodes don't cut it I'm not going to fucking bother. Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, wow. You're you're first two. I know a lot of people who are like, they got three episodes to get me, but you're just just two.
1: I I kind of vary depending on how long this series is. Like, I gave Zero about 10 episodes Mm
2: because I was like,
1: I was really hoping that it was good. I know so many people that love that fucking show mm-hmm. so I just kept watching I was like one more episode let's see if it gets good and by the 10th episode I was like I can't do this anymore whereas <laughs> that's with fair. like that's specific fair. some shonen or shoujos I'm just like yeah I'll give it like two or three but they really you should pull me in by the first one that mm-hmm. should be the rule
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's true so um yeah and then Jasper what we got real yeah. off topic what is your <laughs> start with Supernatural Oh, yeah, that's right. My story was Supernatural.
3: (laughs) Um, I kind of talked about this on uh, on the road with Supernatural, Mm -hmm. which is that the first time I ever saw an episode of Supernatural, I believe it was 2010, around the same time as Jordan. And I saw like, uh, I want to say, season one, episode 11, Scarecrow. Um, I might be wrong on the episode number, but it is Scarecrow. And I was like, man, this is the stupidest fucking show I've ever seen in my life, yeah. and I didn't think about it again for, like, a really long time, and then, you know, like, how you get these horrible spirals while you're in college, and you're, like, I just need to, like, turn off my brain. Yes. Um. So I would, like, just sit and watch it, Um. and then at some point, I just stopped for some reason. I don't know, mm-hmm. and, but a few years ago, maybe like three or f- three or four now, four years ago, I think, uh, I was at a friend's place, and they were like, I'm really sorry that I'm doing this, but Netflix just added season 13 of Supernatural uh-huh. onto Netflix, uh, onto their streaming service, and I really need to watch this episode right now. Um, <laughs> and it, it was... Uh, I don't know if either of you have seen any of season thirteen, but the the first episode, um, Jack is born and is not a baby, and he's just like wandering around naked and like talking to people work just trying to work their fucking hourly like mm-hmm. fast food job, and meanwhile, like Dean is having some incredible emotional crisis, and I like just the whiplash of it. Between like this weird slapstick comedy with like the naked guy wandering around and like I don't know I just I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna watch this show again, aren't I?"
0: <laughs> and the answer is yes, yes, I
1: yes I really.
0: And did.
2: Here we are. Yes, here we, we are.
0: are. Yeah, no, we I definitely have not watched season thirteen, and Maya and I sat here looking very concerned.
1: Yeah, I dropped it during <laughs> season twelve. <so. laughs> right before <laughs> that's fair.
0: Season twelve was like.
3: There was some weird stuff. They were like, what if the enemy this time was British people? And I yeah. was like,
2: That's just the way of sure. it. <laughs> that's,
1: that's American. You know what? They went all American they season 12. They did. Even Buffy British.
3: had British people as a as an enemy for a while.
0: Yeah, they're a real easy target, you know? It's not like we're oppressing yeah. them in any way. They're British. Like, what? Right, exactly. Yeah,
2: as a Britaphobe, I appreciate it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's very much like what's gonna people be like you're being really mean to the british right now and you're like well okay <laughs> all right yeah like they haven't been mean to
3: exactly. literally everyone on the planet that's like the nicest thing i can say about the yeah. history of the british empire as it were
0: <laughs> yeah so I, they're a very easy target to be like kind of fuck the british people
3: <laughs> yeah yeah and i did and look I it up- mean,
0: no, let only me- oh go ahead I only finished season nine, so I didn't even get to season ten.
3: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I I quit at season nine. That's fair. Mm-hmm.
2: That's so a lot of television. It's I will so say. A lot. Yeah, it's so it
3: is. yeah,
0: it's a lot. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. It was it was a lot, but I think that was mostly the thing where I was like, I didn't see an end to this, and I was like, I really can't do this anymore. And at some point, you just gotta cut your cut your losses and run. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, which is a problem now when I'm watching, like, shows that have already been coming out. And I'm like, well, it already has five seasons. So I really want to watch that much television.
3: I'm in trouble now because, like, you know, it's a long way off. But, you know, like, On the Road with Supernatural would have an ending. Because Mm -hmm. Supernatural has an ending. But now there's, like, the prequel Uh going on. And I'm like, am I going to invest time watching and making some kind of thing about mm-hmm. that yeah and the answer unfortunately is probably yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: probably probably especially if people watch it right yeah you're gonna you have an audience to be like please please yeah I need the people exactly. please. yeah so yeah and then how did you guys start your podcast where did the idea come from obviously like you know, rewatching The idea of rewatching a show and talking about it is not new in any way, but how did yeah, you guys signal on Supernatural? In
2: well, um, it was sorry. kind of... Uh...
1: <laughs> I was calling out my well, question.
2: No, no, it's okay. I get, I get what you mean. I get it. Uh, it was actually... What kind of brought us together was... um, It was kind of the perfect storm of everything. We both spend a lot of time or at least you to, I don't as much anymore but we both used to spend a lot of time on Twitter mm-hmm. and Twitter is like really where you guys kind of get to see fandoms like move in mm-hmm. real time and like the yeah. the kind of a hive mind's the wrong word more like the kind of a biome that is a fandom right yeah and I had just watched I was re- I'm really into YouTube documentaries like yes. that's my thing I really like that style of a. Uh, youtube channel and i had just real watch a ton of content on the ending of supernatural a show i've never invested time in and of course at this time jasper had really gotten into supernatural Mm -hmm. and i think we had kind of talked about it and we're like i guess we're doing this and here we are
3: yeah well i mean like the another like a big thing about the end of supernatural is that like queer people were really fucking mad about it yes yeah Um, absolutely as a queer person I was really fucking mad about it. Uh Like, I was mad about it for reasons of shitty writing, like, more than 50%. But, you know, there's nothing like, like, killing off the character who is going to be gay all of a sudden. Uh Uh, And then two episodes later, having, like, a throwaway line that makes it seem like they're fine, actually, right, right. to rile you up. And then also, like, killing the very obviously bisexual, but never allowed to express that character. Yes. Just a whole lot of angry feelings going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, me and Jordan and Allie, who is our other co-host, are all queer. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know what? You know who doesn't talk enough about Supernatural gay people Mm, so mm -hmm. we were like let's (laughs) talk a whole lot about it right it's not
0: like destiel is the top written ship on ao3 or anything
3: no no (laughs) no no Um, i will say though insofar as like podcast content mm -hmm. until this event in fandom and with the show it was Not mostly queer people Mm -hmm. in like making podcasts about supernatural. Like it was mostly like kind of it was like in the
0: shadows.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, sorry,
0: that was it. No, you're okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This might be like a throwaway question because I'm just thinking about it now. Um, But do you guys have any opinions on? like i know there is a supernatural we rewatch podcast with two of the people who were, like were in the show do you guys oh, have like yeah. any opinion on that cuz like personally <laughs> we can't really say like yeah we fucking hate the celebrities that talk about fan fiction cuz there are no celebrities who talk about fan fiction
1: yeah so, like, we right. can't
0: come from a space where like cuz I've, I've i've seen it more than once where like there's a podcast that I'm really into that's a SVU rewatch podcast. And then, you know, there is two kind of people who are in Hollywood who started talking about SVU. And then, you know, if I'm, I'm not saying you, they ripped it off in any way because like, you can't really rip off a rewatch, but then because they're in Hollywood, they can have the privilege to interview these stars who were on that episode. Right. So right. we are very privileged into saying that like, I don't think we'll ever be in a space where people, especially fandom people, will trust a celebrity talking about fandom because that's just not where they're coming from. Like, as much as maybe if said celebrity, like, you know, Chloe Zahn, who uh-huh. she Directly. directed The Eternals, but she is oh, out yeah. claimed that she has written fan fiction, like someone like that they might trust. But, like, at mm-hmm. least to me, I don't think fandom people would trust celebrities. So I think we're a bit privileged in that sense. But do you guys have any opinions on that?
3: Um, I mean, specifically on Richard Spate and mm-hmm. um, Rob Benedict's podcast where they watch the show for the first time because mm-hmm. they haven't really seen it. Yeah, I forget the name of it, actually. I wish I could remember. I don't listen to it. Uh-huh. Um, and part of that is just because I don't have time.
2: Mm-hmm. um and i'm
3: already making my own content about yeah. the same stuff so i like i need i need at least like an hour a day when i'm not thinking about super yeah 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 um but the thing with them is that they work in tv mm-hmm. so they can't be as honest in my opinion mm-hmm. as maybe other people who are outside of the industry um, because they have to keep up these like professional connections yeah and it's the professional connections that allow them to have the kinds of guests that they do on their mm-hmm. on their podcast. I I also am just not really interested in what they have to say about the content of the episode because yeah. those two men as far as I'm aware, are straight and cisgender and they're right. both white. Yeah. So I'm sort of like, I don't understand what the appeal is other than you're funny guys mm-hmm. and you were on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, based on um, what I've seen people talking about online, it does seem like there is a pretty good amount of production perspective. Sure. Which makes sense because they both, you know, work on and behind the scenes um, yeah. in television. So then like talk to people in most of their time for their careers Mm -hmm. um who work in in television in some form of production so um yeah (laughs) but like beyond I don't really like I don't want to say like I don't care yeah but like I also don't I don't care about what they
0: (laughs) say. Stay loud, stay proud. I don't, don't, I don't think there's a problem (laughs) with saying like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) Like, why would I care about what two, as far as I know, straight, cis white men have to say? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then kind of to expand a little bit on like what Jasper was saying, I feel Mm -hmm. like if people want, if if what they're looking for is a behind the scenes look Mm -hmm. from people who were, and at some point, a part of the protection of the show, mm-hmm. then like, yeah, go listen to that. But I think um, people tend to, I think people are smart enough to see like, what I want to want is, I want people who have the same theories as me, I want to hear them talking about it. Mm-hmm. I want people who have the same perspective of me, I want to feel like I'm hanging out with my friends. So I don't know, I don't really feel like in competition with it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Like, I Definitely. think people, yeah, will just kind of, people will go where they want. And if anything, if celebrity podcast gets ours recommended under it or something like that, that's okay too. Sure. If, yeah, sure. that's a
0: good point. I hadn't thought of that. Because it's definitely where I found that SVU podcast where I was like looking at the Apple podcast and people were talking about like how this is too close to this other similar um, SVU podcast and I was just like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to go look at that
2: now, so yeah absolutely I mean um it's kind of a different realm but I really like Dungeons and Dragons and um mm-hmm. I used to listen to the Adventure Zone which was huge mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and yeah. I I enjoyed it but then I would get so many recommendations for like you know d d podcasts that only had like 120 listeners I was like wow sure. these are like really incredible and yeah. I started to choose to spend my time with those podcasts instead
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, support small podcasts, everybody. If you're listening to this, you know that already, but yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then we have already kind of talked about this, but this I want to start diving into the finale. So I would like to know where you mm. were when the finale aired or when you learned of the finale, even like the last two episodes, because the last two episodes really are like one in and of itself of how much shit was going on. And then what was your initial thought at the time? And then has that has that changed with time? Has your opinion on the finale changed with time
2: mm. i'll go first since mine's a little probably simpler than jasper because mine mm. was literally just a recommended youtube video and i had seen the hashtags i want to say it was was it like december like it was towards the end of the year that the finale happened right november, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, november. okay november yeah so it was still a time when we were very much um home locked like i especially with like the quarantine i was unemployed yeah. at the time um so i was spending a lot of time just absorbing content and um i just was so interested i was like how could this show mess this up so bad and then it was actually (laughs) jasper like we had kind of talked about it and like i guess supernatural um which we discuss more in our podcast a little bit, like more on an episode basis. But it does have a history of like, not only queer coding, but I guess through advertising had a history of queer baiting, mm-hmm. which I wasn't as aware of. So it's just really interesting to see to, for my start of the series to be the end of that progression. Right, right. Yeah, it was pretty, it was kind of a really unique perspective I got to have. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty much it.
3: Yeah, Um. I, on the other hand, happened to be online looking at like i guess it's less finale and and more like uh 1518 mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. entitled despair i was because i was looking at election news dude yes. like i was like what in the hell yes. <laughs> like i'm trying to figure out what's going on in like our our politics uh-huh. you know which disgusting old white dude is gonna take over and pretend like he's doing anything right, useful right. for the next four years? Um, and then all of the sudden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I did wait until both nineteen and twenty were out okay. to watch those. And like I mentioned, I actually thought nineteen was the finale. Yeah, I, yeah. And then and then I. Uh, I watched... Uh, what is the name of it? I can't even remember now. Um, 20? Whatever. Uh, yeah, 20.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. That cursed piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched oh, that. And what? I was like, how did you do even worse? I guess if you've never listened to... If you've never seen Supernatural before in your life, this will be a spoiler, because I want to talk about the finale. In-, in case everyone's sitting here going like, what the fuck are they talking about? Episode 15, which is the episode right before the finale has castiel he did some shit where he has to like save the world and to save the world he has to like be at his most euphoric and his most happiest and then he saves the world but he goes to super hell so that moment is when (laughs) he confesses his love to dean winchester by literally saying i love you like there is no hidden moment in that whatsoever and then he is immediately sent to super hell and then we get season 15 episode 20 which is the actual finale in which we get, like Jasper said, a throwaway line that says, like, yeah, Castiel's fine. Everything's fine. Um, right. But Dean Winchester, the, like, penultimate and, like, main character of the show, one that everyone likes, because I know people have, like, mixed opinions on Sam Winchester, but Dean <laughs> Winchester over the time, like, people mostly like him. Like, people really like Dean. This motherfucker gets taken out by a goddamn rusty nail and then
3: dies. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, the,
3: um... Uh, what is it called? A rebar. Yes. A a crazy rebar inside of a barn. Mm -hmm. It killed by vampires.
2: Juggalo vampires. Juggalo Juggalo vampires
3: vampires. who who, their big thing was cutting out tongues. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing was just crazy. I don't know. Like, I'm deep into the Chuck One conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know how familiar you are with that.
0: Um, I did a lot of time on the internet after that, so very.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm very into the whole, um, like, sub, subtext Mm -hmm. where the writers are, like, leaving evidence that they have been silenced, essentially. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Why am I losing this word right now? Uh, censored. Yes, censored. There, it, it feels like a treasure trail of um, signs point mm-hmm, to censorship. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, definitely the finale makes me insane. Because like, yeah, one, like after having the, the scene where Dean literally could not reply to Cass during a yeah. love confession. They have him fight monsters who... Take out people's tongues. Uh-huh. Like, are you kidding me? Ugh. And then, like, all of the heaven stuff, they do all of the same signaling that they did, like, in other seasons to be like, this is fake, this isn't real. And I just, it makes me absolutely insane. Like, I'm starting to, like, sweat right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> If anything my feelings about the finale have like intensified mm-hmm. although I feel less personally distraught and betrayed if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've also written about like 95k of completed fan fiction about mm-hmm. the a different ending and like another 10k of notes Hell yeah. still working towards something. So that's probably part of why I'm less upset sure. now. Sure. <laughs>
0: Because the fans had to come and fix it.
3: Oh, yeah. And are there fixes?
0: Yes. I just remember when I watched the episode in real time, that it was just, it didn't feel like a finale.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, it really didn't feel like anything had been wrapped up. Because I remember they were like, well, Castiel saved everyone, and then they go back to their bunker, and then they're like, they're on like a new mission and ob- immediately there i was like oh you guys like aren't retiring after that that's crazy but okay <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy i would have retired after that but uh, go off and um <laughs> just i i you mentioned before where you were just more mad about the writing aspect i was too because like what uh-huh. an awful decision to have like dean winchester this man who's like died and come back to life and died and come back to life and Like, beat God and like all this shit to be taken out by like rebar, right?
2: Well, so for me, um, knowing the finale and knowing where I'm at, the Dean's mortality and his Mm -hmm. will to live is so like the theming of it is so big, even so early in the season where I'm at. So, to like what his character is leading for is for him. At least in my opinion, to find his own will to want to be alive and to feel worthy of being alive. Yeah. So for have to just have that completely robbed for him, it just like from a writer's perspective does not make a lot of sense to
3: mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it's offensive it, even. It's yes. like the only way if you're a person who feels worthless, um, or like if you feel like you've lost everyone in your life, the only way to find peace is in death. Is kind of the yeah. message that they sent with that episode. And like, candidly, I'm someone who struggles a lot with mental health. And mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, whoa, yeah. like, wow,
0: are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I just. Yeah, it was. No, go ahead. Oh, you're good. You can go ahead.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, like, it seemed so. And I know that they have talked before about like how they had to speed up the production process because of COVID to like finish the show. But like. Sure. I don't, like, I feel like they, uh, like, if they knew the show was going to end anyways, they should have known what his ending was going to be in. As writers... Well, they
3: did. It's my understanding, not to interrupt, but it's my understanding that from the get-go, when they were um, making the last season, from the Mm -hmm. get-go... they had already decided that Dean was gonna die okay. in the end. That's, that's my understanding. Okay. Um, I'm again, gonna I don't know a, anyone who works death. on the show, but. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I would at least give him a cooler death because that shit was fucked Wait, up. But, right, right. But, you know, and then even at the end where he's going to heaven, like, it was a really cool scene to see Bobby again, I guess, but, like, to have Cass, who's supposed to be like, oh, he created this heaven place for us, and that was it and like the assumption that the car got into heaven before like castiel got into heaven crazy
2: well and we even have to look at sam's story too like Mm -hmm. where he's at it's all about like he's kind of perpetuating this generational trauma that has Mm -hmm. been passed down from his parents to dean to him And then with Dean dying, he Mm -hmm. never leaves the life. He continues that trauma onto his kid. Yeah. It's just like, there's so many bad messages from this rally.
3: And honestly, like, um, we're kind of at a point in season four uh, where this isn't, I feel comfortable talking about this because literally, I think in like the next episode, you're going to watch Jordan, Mm -hmm. Sam is like, I would not wish to go back in time or like redo everything he's like I'm fine with where I'm at I'm okay with where I'm at obviously Mm -hmm. he's in a bad place (laughs) during this part of the story but eventually he does get to a point where he's like I'm comfortable working with this stuff and it makes me feel fulfilled and then to have him like majorly change lanes like that Mm -hmm. just like nope, never mind. I'm gonna squirt out or well, I I mean, he doesn't have the equipment. Anyway, I'm gonna have a blurry wife squirt out a baby for me. I don't know. It was just very weird. Very weird.
0: Yeah. And it, that scene where he has like a child, but his wife is nowhere to be found, honestly, just sums up what the writers always felt about women on the show. Oh, oh my, my god, god. right? Like, we don't even, you don't even bother to put his wife in there. Like, the mom of his son. Like, don't even bother. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have the blurry woman in the background
3: that we're mm. supposed to understand is his wife or whatever. But, like, whatever happened with him and Eileen? Right. right. And, like, you know? Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, overall, bad. Bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have talked a little bit about it and with you guys talking about you know your queer perspective on it but with Supernatural having a shaky history with their fans and fandom and fan fiction you know to the point where they have an entire I don't think this is super spoilery for you Jordan but like they have an entire episode yeah. entitled fan fiction where they're just making fun of yeah Snippers and fan fiction and they their own fandom basically why do you think people still cling on to the show even after all they have been through um, with the writers with the show and what makes people like you want to continue talking about it
2: well first I will say there is something to be said about especially Dean as a character he's written Mm -hmm. pretty compellingly Mm -hmm. Um, his struggles with mental health are something I definitely can see a lot of people specifically within fandoms resonating I mean a lot of people who are in fandoms, are specifically in those fandoms, because mm-hmm. they don't have spaces that they feel like they fit into in real life, so they look for these communities online. You know that yeah. will, that will accept them and that share like their interests and like sharing your interests is a love language. You know, yeah. um, and to for the queer perspective, I mean like we of course you know even when I. Was in high school and college, like we didn't have a heart stopper, like we didn't right, have, right. you know, a, uh, you know, <laughs> our flag means death, like that uh-huh, stuff didn't uh-huh. exist. It did, but it was usually pornographic, sure. you know. Right. So I, I can, to me, I could see why that would still draw people in, like better or worse.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. I definitely think there's something to be said for the monster, the idea of the monster, mm-hmm. and like uh, the idea of the monster of the week show and the way it explores monstrosity Mm -hmm. because often it's with a lens towards people who don't fit in kind of like Jordan was saying, like people who participate in fandom might be people who don't have as much going on in their day-to-day interpersonal real life. Mm -hmm. But I, but also just in terms of the writing and how it speaks to its a feeling of being an outsider. I think both Sam and Dean feel like outsiders. Mm-hmm. Cass feels like an outsider, both with humans and with angels. And, you know, even the the monsters and the vi- individual, you know, week to week, just whatever non non-arcing plot uh episodes feel that way. So I mean that's that's what draws me into horror. I'm I'm interested in what's going on on the outskirts mm-hmm. of society and everything. So there's that draw. I think there's also something interesting going on with Supernatural in terms of who is making it mm-hmm. that makes it a little different from a show that would only have like three or four seasons or something. Because the writer's room is changing so much. Sure. Even between episodes. And, and not even to speak of the head writer changing so much. Because mm-hmm. the head writer does change a lot. Especially, uh, the head writer changes a lot after season five. You know, one week you're going to have, <laughs> you're going to have your book lemming episode, right? It's going to mm-hmm. be super racist. Dean's going to make all kinds of weird comments about boobs and you're going to be like okay season 1 get out of here and then the week after that you're going to get ben edlund again right and it's going to be like a joy to watch so i think that really uh allows people to be more elastic mm-hmm. with their their uh investment in in watching it's certainly something i struggled with like and i see this joke online every now and again it it's either a really good thing or a really bad thing when the fandom knows individual writers names and i oh, think sure. in the case of supernatural it's both <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was very long-winded but no no <laughs>
0: yeah i just i was thinking about it cuz i had a conversation with my manager recently that was you know we were talking about separating art from the artist and you know all mm. this stuff with someone like you know jk rowling with the harry potter fandom still like being the harry potter fandom and taking back you know their sure. their fandom basically um and the same thing with like jordan you said your favorite show's buffy the vampire slayer people separating joss whedon from yep. buffy the vampire slayer yep um, absolutely have to be able to do that to enjoy buffy yeah <laughs> yes so oh, you know having to separate supernatural from you know their their writers and the the treatment of their fandom is just very interesting um, yeah. in terms of fandom, any, any fandom, you know? Right. And I think with
3: the case of that episode, fan fiction in particular, mm-hmm. um, that one is one, I think a little bit of an apology for the character of Becky Rosen. Okay. And I don't think that episode is nearly as offensive as some of the shit with that character. Sure. Um, And, and two, for me personally, I was not part of the fandom when that episode came out i was in the middle of my not watching supernatural bubble that happened in like Mm -hmm. my mid-20s it just didn't affect me sure i just didn't care yeah
0: so there (laughs) was that yeah it's just um i don't know it's very fascinating i think to me i also think you have to take in the people who are watching it i think a lot of people who are in fandom spaces as a whole are neurodivergent people because let's be honest nobody um of sane and mental sane mental health is gonna go on a show and be like, this is my <laughs> entire personality for the rest of my life nobody right. who is right. like normal like nobody who has like functioning brain brainwaves are just like i'm gonna take this no, and leave yeah. this my whole personality for the next 10 years so right you know it's very different from when you know i when i was talking to my manager you know he is an individual who like it's kind of normal like has never really like done uh-huh. therapy medication like that kind of stuff where you're just like it's really easy for someone to say like oh you can you can't separate the art from the artist you can't do that but when like it makes you feel safe it makes you feel comfortable it makes you feel I, 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 I guess just safe like as the word that I'm just lacking a better term right now sure like to take that away or just because like the head writer or the author is like a bad person like well that's awful and like we can all admit that like we shouldn't be giving them money or whatever like right. I think it's just very fascinating.
3: Yeah. yeah I think there's also a question of like real material harm done mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So obviously I think there's real material harm done uh, by some of the episodes of Supernatural and the impact that they have on people's <laughs> mindsets after they watch certain episodes. Yeah. hmm uh but that is like, you know, that is nothing. That is minuscule compared to someone like J.K. Rowling being yeah. online every day spreading anti-trans rhetoric and misinformation sure. and actively participating in political campaigning for uh, you know, TERFs. Mm-hmm. So like I, I just think it's it's like it's always gonna depend on I'm so sorry about my dog barking. It's okay. <laughs> It's always going to depend for me on how much harm is being done directly. Mm-hmm. And I know not everyone is like that, but that's me.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Yeah. And do expand on that too. Like, You have to think, too, like, if going back and reading your old Harry Potter books, like, makes you feel safe and, like, happy, like, no money is going to J.K. Rowling. Like, you can buy those things from thrift stores. Like, no one's telling you not to do the things that make you happy. Um, We're all in this crazy world just trying to get our serotonin. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what can you do? And we do have to also, as people, I mean, we have to try our best to do everything we can to better ourselves and better a better the lives for the people around us but at the same time there truly is no ethical consumption sure. god i feel like everything ties back to something horrible so it's better to instead of always withholding from those things when you can't trying to talk about things that are bad like we do with supernatural like those really harmful episodes we like this is not okay and this is why yeah try and spread those messages and Try and make sure you hold, you know, obviously Supernatural's not running, but future shows accountable and fixing Mm -hmm. the errors that they should be learning from shows like Supernatural. So,
0: yeah, for real. Yeah. And then um, you guys talked about a little bit, but I do want to know your thoughts on the prequel show. I know very early into the main show, you just said you started season four, but do you guys have plans to talk about it? Or if it's bad, are you just going to pretend that it just didn't happen? Mm. I think it depends on like how good it
3: is sure. to be honest like for me like if it's like ho- if it's horrible mm-hmm. that increases my chances of talking about it okay. i think at least a little bit like i might or, like maybe like special episodes on OTRS or something mm-hmm. to just totally shit talk the prequel yeah but like if it's only mediocre i don't know that i really want to spend a whole lot of time on it sure. you know what i mean sure. yeah We haven't actually, like, talked as a group Uh about potentially discussing, like, any kind of project related to that. Mm -hmm. So we have absolutely zero plans.
2: Yeah, and I'm also in, like, such the baby stages of watching Supernatural as a show. Like, the prequel's not even on my radar. Except for, I will say, the episode before the last one I watched was the time travel episode where Dean met his mother. Oh, okay. So... Yeah. At least I know a little bit of, like, <laughs> what the prequel show is about.
3: Right. Um, yeah. But... I
2: mean,
3: the issue with the prequel is that in order to do it... Okay, so, like, let me back up. Do y'all know the premise of the prequel, basically?
0: um, Isn't it supposed to be John and John Winchester?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: it's, like, John and Mary's,
3: like romance or like whatever. Okay. I, I guess they like pitched it as the epic untold love story okay. of John and Mary. But the thing is that it's told already multiple times in the canon. So like I'm wondering like how the fuck they're gonna make that work without retconning a lot of stuff. Sure, sure, sure sure. Or or like being like, oh this is an alternate reality or yeah. like you know what I mean. So I'm I'm just sort of like uh, I have been keeping an eye on like the casting. I guess uh-huh. one of the leads is like uh, non-binary in real oh, life, okay. which I think is pretty cool. And like uh, the character is bisexual and like all this stuff, but that's not like John and Mary. Yeah. And so I'm I'm like wondering. I'm like confused. I guess mm-hmm. like without getting too much into stuff Jordan hasn't seen yet, John doesn't know about monsters before Mary dies. Okay. Is the whole idea in Supernatural. But, like, Mm. how are they going to make a Monster of the Week show about John and Mary where, like, John doesn't know? Like, are they just going to have Mary jumping around, like, doing whatever? Like, like, fucking, um, like, looney tunes hijinks like sure, oh my sure. god, i god, hide my secret life from my husband like uh-huh. i just am not understanding
2: <laughs> it just kind of feels like the fan fiction that no one asked for <laughs> like maybe they should have like actually looked at the fandom and seen what people were interested because i can guarantee it was not john winchester yeah. i know that much already right.
3: like the day that like Everyone found out about this project. Mm-hmm. I, there was like some kind of e news esque article online oh, sure. about it. The supernatural e- fandom united, <laughs> and that is scary. Yes.
0: <laughs> Everyone was like, no. <laughs> Yes, Plus, especially that day was massive shitstorm because then Jared he was just like, thanks for inviting Oh my inviting fucking God. <gasps>
3: oh a tuber God. Day?
0: Oh yes. my God. He
3: was like, and I'm sorry, like I have a lot of my own personal issues. So I feel comfortable making fun of him for this. Uh-huh. Like get back on your meds, friend. Like so- he was clearly having an episode. My favorite thing is he never took down that that tweet, that Ooh. initial tweet about it the one where he was like happy for you i guess sure. <laughs> or whatever the fuck he
0: said yeah that was just so messy because then they both had to come out with a statement that was like we talked about it and we're all good now like <laughs> brothers for life are you yeah the divorce days were yeah. incredible i felt i felt
3: high for hours i was like this is the funniest thing to ever happen
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so I guess at this point it's just a, do you trust Jensen Ackles with the prequel or not? <laughs> like Um, I don't know,
3: is the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. It, like, it's hard to say, like, how he feels, like, honestly about the finale and, like, Castiel's love confession and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It Everything to me signs point to thinking positively about it. Sure. Right? Because he is clearly mad about how his char- character's mm-hmm. story ended. He was very very clear about being excited about Castiel's arc that season. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in the past and it was years ago, granted, but in the past he hasn't been so friendly or kind about he, bisexual interpretations uh-huh, of uh-huh. Dean or like Destiel just in general and it's hard to say where he's at now but I think it it's also a good sign like I mentioned some of the casting sure going on right now for the prequel so and I'm not going to lie, unfortunately I find him very attractive, so if there's <laughs> any chance at all that he'll show his face on the prequels
0: somehow, I- I'll probably watch it. Sure, 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 sure. I think that's his one of his biggest appeals, Judson Ackles. Is being handsome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Like, I don't know um, how on your radar it is, but he was like in the finale of the recent season of Big Sky.
0: Oh. And now,
3: like, a ton of people that I'm, like, mutuals with on Twitter are, like, guess I'm watching Big Sky now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very funny. It's for, like, one episode. Yeah, so. yeah. Well,
2: I actually just read an article today. He's now going to be a series regular, so.
3: Yeah, starting okay. season three. Oh, man. No, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then do you guys think that Supernatural will ever truly end? Like it has such a grip on fandom and society right now that like, you know, a lot of fandoms peter out over time, even like, you know, Mm. Game of Thrones really petered out after its finale. You know, even Mm -hmm. like Sherlock is petered out. Um, I would say like, you know, I'm not in the Doctor Who sphere, but it definitely wasn't as big as it was during the Super Who lock time. But like, do you ever really think that like, they will let us go?
2: I mean, I think there are still a lot of shows from the 90s and 70s, 80s that still have pretty big right. followings. Like, mm. I had talked about Buffy or Xena Warrior Princess, Star Trek. I mean, gosh, people still are obsessed with TNG. Mm-hmm. Like, right. a
3: Star I, Wars still. I mean, I think, like, even if they're not making new content, there is something that feels like it has endurance. Sure. With sure. Supernatural in that same kind of a way.
2: Also, like, if this. I don't I don't have high hopes for it, but if this prequel does do well, like look at how many freaking superhero shows like arrow yeah. spun off. Like yeah. CW loves that shit.
0: They do. Yeah. They just canceled Man, like I ten don't... shows, so
2: Oh my god, oh. I was thinking about that.
0: <laughs> I was so sad they cancelled Roswell.
2: Ugh. Oh yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I mean they might be gearing up for a supernatural. Universe, because they just canceled a ton of shit. But who knows?
2: Well, I'm sure whatever idea they have will be better than the prequel idea. So, yeah, give it to me. They, but
3: the crazy thing is, they've had better ideas. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they were gonna make Wayward Sisters? No. It was gonna be a spinoff that was Jody and oh, you haven't met Jody yet, Jordan. No, but it was gonna be Jody and Donna no. and like Claire Novak and like all of all of the female characters were gonna be the main characters Mm. and then they were like nah
0: yeah right um cw is just a shit show because even though they canceled 10 shows one of them wasn't riverdale so here we are okay i'm sorry this is probably
3: gonna be spicy but i hope riverdale lasts oh my god really long and this is why they can do whatever the fuck they want on riverdale it's insane i saw a joke that was like you know, uh, CW canceled all of their shows so they could send Riverdale into space. Ah, uh, yes, and I like, also saw that. Yes, oh my god, and I was like, yes, do it. <laughs> I just think it's insane. They can do anything with Riverdale. And everyone's just like, sure. So, it's like the writer's yeah. room has to be incredible. I want to know what the atmosphere in there is like. It must be so like
0: free and alive. <laughs> they must all was, be on Coke. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. You get
2: ideas uh, of like that. I was yes. telling Jasper this a couple of months ago. But there was a TikTok I would go to every day. Mm-hmm. And they would tell a plot point of Riverdale. But they wouldn't tell you if it was real oh, or something God. they made up and you would have to guess in the comments and they would reveal it later and like some of the shit was just fucking insane That's like good. that they have put on that show
3: oh, oh my god yeah. yeah i love it yeah. <laughs> i don't know there's just something like the absurdist like the cartoonishness of it Mm -hmm. is just amazing to me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I don't know I stopped watching after like season two because I was just like okay this is there's a cult now and I don't know I'm gonna just back out slowly (laughs) and the same thing we're like I'll see a clip on TikTok every now and then I'll be like there's no fucking way (laughs) like no fucking way
2: yeah, right. are they like fighting the Mothman right now?
3: I don't know. No, no, no. That was like two seasons ago. Because oh, the Mothman, they had like a hell. they had like a crossover with um chilling adventures of sabrina kind of thing where they were dealing with the forces of hell and i think now they have superpowers actually as the current thing good
0: good good i know right i just think i'm like yes (laughs) like Like, every uh, au is smashed into like one show exactly it's perfect (laughs) (gasps) oh yeah but yeah we're kind of wrapping up the episode now but I wanted to give you guys a YN's choice so Jasper's and Jordan's choice of all of your podcast episodes obviously everyone should start with episode one season one episode one that's where you should start but has there been an episode that you've recorded that has been your favorite oh geez let me let me pull up that episode list real quick
2: yeah I'm gonna do the same
0: this this
3: is the kind of thing I should have really been preparing in advance (laughs) I tell you what
2: I think if, like, we talked a lot about us having, like, a queer perspective. Mm-hmm. So I really think if you want, like, that juicy, just us talking about, like, the queer experience, mm-hmm. Ghost Facers is a really fun one. Okay. So it was really Phoenix fun. 13.
3: That's true. That was a good one. It's so it's not like we don't joke a lot, because we do. But there's also episodes that really showcase the fact that we think a lot mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. This is really fucking hard. I just have to pick one. I don't know. I think "Playthings" in season two is a good episode for that because we're one, like destroying it for being incredibly misogynistic, uh-huh. but I recall us having a very good time while recording yeah. that as well, because that episode is just absurd.
2: It's. Do you it,
3: remember that I'm, one, Jordan? That's the one with the. I
2: almost the picked body. that one. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes go yeah. and listen to that episode it is just so bananas like they create this girl boss zombie who you find out did not lose her soul when becoming a zombie she just went from being like this nice lady to suddenly this kind of like oh i'm dead enough superpowers now so now i can just like use my sexuality to wreak havoc and i think that is like the episode that shows how the writers of supernatural feel about women uh-huh uh-huh yeah. Like just kind of contained into one, yeah. So, and like honestly, they made her so misogynistic and horrible that she almost became like kind of an icon. And we were like yeah. rooting for her, girl
3: boss. Yeah, girl boss. we I were, was, like, like wanted her yeah. to win.
2: Yeah, we were like, go, diva, pussy slay <laughs> <with> that little <laughs> undead. I don't yeah, know. It was like, fun. She
3: was like a psycho murder whore, and I was like, good for you. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Like go kill all the men who wronged you. Why not? We should do we why can't we all go just kill all the men who wronged right, us? Right, it would be a lot better. It, it
0: right. because it swung so far to the camp pendulum that like it swang back and you were like, Yeah, I'm fully invested in this. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Well, nice. Okay, so then the last question I have to wrap it up is what is next for your podcast?
2: Oh, I honestly I think this is the time to be listening because like we're in season four this mm-hmm. is like where people fall in love with the show yeah so like come re-fall in love with us like we <laughs> talked about the finale of the show a lot like if you made it to the finale you obviously don't fully just despise the show there are parts uh-huh. of the show that you love so come love it with us or hate it with us sometimes we hate it too and it's fun
3: it is it is fun I totally agree with you, Jordan. Now.
0: Now. Now is the time. So yeah, and then do you guys want to promote yourself, your podcast, your socials, whatever?
3: Yeah, I would love to. Um, One more time, we are on the road with Supernatural. You can find us at OTR Supernatural on most social media. We're the most active on Twitter, Twitter where the display name is Jasper, the manager. So the likelihood that you'll be talking with me, if you think you like what I have to say at all after listening (laughs) to this, is very high. Let's see. We also have an AO3, which is the same thing, where we keep all of the fan fictions that we recommend on our podcast bookmarked. And soon I will be posting an essay there as well about um, gender and sexuality in Lazarus Rising. So that's something to look forward to
0: fun um Mm -hmm. so yeah and then yeah go listen to them like they said it's getting up they just met castiel and castiel is the best
2: like a Um, little angel boy
0: perfect the perfect character i love castiel he makes up Mm -hmm. for all the wrongs honestly and yeah Um, But, yeah, thank you guys for being on our podcast today. We had so much fun talking about Supernatural. And um, especially since you guys will be talking about Supernatural for the rest of your fucking lives. So thank you for taking some time out of your day to talk to us about it.
3: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having us. It was wonderful to speak with you again.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And, yes, go listen to their episode that has us on at the end. Do you remember what episode that was? Oh, my goodness. I should uh it's season three episode 15 time is on my side
3: oh my god thank you you are. You're way faster welcome. Than me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah go listen to that they start off with talking about the episode and then at the end it's a fun little interview with us about mm. our history with supernatural and stuff which was also a very <laughs> fun time yes yes it was Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and Instagram. Um, you can email us your fanfiction recommendations and if you are a fanfiction author who would like to be interviewed on our podcast, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com If you liked us, if you liked the episode, if you think we deserve um, a little something to keep the podcast going, help to get new equipment, that kind of stuff, can make a donation at ko-fi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. Rate review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, 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 and any other podcasting platform. Tag your fix accordingly.
1: Donate to AO3.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.